Ketubotav Akof Gimel, the last thing we were discussing was our Mishnah of a man marrying a woman who was bringing in a stepdaughter and he obligated himself to feed her for five years and let's say she got married and she went to someone else, he has to still feed her no matter what and he has to bring her the food. And we learned from here that wherever the mother is, that's where the, her daughter belongs. doesn't make a difference if she's a Ketana or a Gdola. Now, with that, we're starting. Kof Gimel Amud Aleph. Second line in, last word on the second line. Now on the third line. Lo Yomru The case is a woman who is getting married to person number one. She brings in her daughter. And he obligated himself for five years. Then she gets divorced. He went to the next person. And this person also obligated himself for five years. They both can't say, we're going to feed her together. No, we can't do that. Rather, one person feeds with actual food. The other one has to give the money for that food. And the Gemara brings up a story. A person rented a millstone from his friend, so he could grind with it. And the way he was going to pay him back is he'll do the grinding for him. So the owner will uh, will give, uh, let's say, barley to this uh, person, and he'll uh, grind it for him. The Sophia thought afterwards, the person who owned the millstone became really rich, and he bought another millstone with a donkey, and they'll do all the work, and I don't need this guy doing anymore. And Amarle, so now the owner of the, the millstone told the person renting it, up until now, you did all the work for me. Now, Ashta, now I don't need you, I want you to pay me cash for, for, what, you're, for what you're using my millstone. So Amarle, the renter said to the owner, I'll continue doing it and I'm not going to pay you. I'm going to continue grinding for you. So now, originally thought to say, that's exactly our Mishnah. Both of them can't say, you know what, we'll feed it together. Rather, one person's going to give food, the other one's going to give her the cash for the food. Meaning, you have to pay, you have to pay cash no matter what. Even though originally you were supposed to give food, and now she doesn't need that much food, you have to give it. The other one of them has to give cash. So the same thing over here. Even though they had a deal that he was going to to, to give, he was going to grind for him, and that's how he's going to pay rent. If he doesn't need grinding, you pay him cash. You give him real money. comparing these cases. Over there, that girl only has one stomach. How much could she eat? She can't eat twice. So, therefore, that, uh, someone has to give cash instead. Over here, the person renting could tell him, uh, listen, grind and sell it for like a tehon v'otiv or uh, grind and leave for later. Meaning, you could tell him, I- I'm not giving you cash. And all this is dafka if the person renting doesn't have uh, wheat to grind or anything to grind. So he's telling him, listen, it's on you. You can bring me the stuff and I'll grind for you. This, this person has uh, food to grind, meaning he has all business out of it. The whole neighborhood comes to him and he grinds for them. Over there, we force him to pay rent in money because that's midat stone, because you're enjoying it, you're making your money on the whole neighborhood and you're not paying rent. Meaning if the guy doesn't have another source of income and this is his uh, source of income, okay, then you're right. And uh, the guy doesn't have to pay you anything you know, because this is uh, he's just grinding whatever you give him. But if he's grinding from other people and he's making money on this, then okay, then then let him pay for it. There's no reason he shouldn't pay.
And the concept of kofin al-midat sedom is when person is enjoying something and he has the easy ability of making other people enjoy also, and it's not going to cost him anything, it's not going to hurt him, and he doesn't want to do it, that's called midat sedom. You don't let anyone enjoy, even though you don't have a loss. And at that point, we could force a person to give, whether he likes it or not. Next, Mishnah. And Almanau said, I don't want to move out of my husband's house. The Yoroshin cannot tell her, uh, you got to go back to your parents' house, and we're going to feed you over there. Rather, they have to feed her in the house of her husband, meaning in the house that she's used to living in. And they give her a place to live according to her honor, whatever she's used to. She said, I don't want to leave my parents' house. They could tell her, if you're with us over here in our, in our father's house, you have food. And if you're not going to be with us, you don't have food. However, but if she makes a good uh, complaint where she's young, they're young, you know, there's going to be messing around over there, there's Yitzhara, the people are going to talk about her, then they'll give her food in her parents' house. And the Gemara starts, She lives in the area where she used to live, and let's say in the house that she used to live in with her husband. She lives there even as an almana, the way she did as uh, when her husband was alive. Again, she could use the avadim, ushfahot. She could use the slaves and maidservants. Again, she could also use bekarim ksatot, the linens, the pillows. The way she used when her husband was alive. The silver things, the gold things. The way she used to use it when her husband was alive. This is exactly what she he wrote to her in her ktuba. You're going to live in my house. And you're going to get your food from my assets. As long as you live as an almana. And by the way, Bebeti. Taner of Yosef, of Yosef said, what does that house mean? Bebeti velo bebikti, in my house, and not in a little side shack, not in something that, that she can't even live in. Meaning to say, if the house was too small, they don't have to put her in there. They could tell her, go live by her father's house. And the man of Nachman, Yitomim, Shemachrum, Medor, Almana. Rav Nachman said, Yitomim, who sold the house where Namana is living in, Lasu Veloklum, that sale, it doesn't even count, it didn't do anything. So the Gemara asks, Why is it any different than what Rabbi Yossi said in the name of Rabbi Hanan? Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yohanan, Yetomim Shekadmu, Machru, Ben Chassim, Mu'atim, Mashim, Machru, Machru. Yetomim, who, you know, before they even came to Betin, they sold uh, assets. If there was very little assets and they sold it, whatever they sold, they sold, and you can't take it out of the buyer's hands. So why is it with the Almana, if they sold the house, that's okay, but over here, not okay? So the Gemara explains, because Over there, we're talking about the food for the girls. And over there, they weren't leaned, while the, while the father was alive, these assets were not leaned to the, the daughter's food. However, by the wife, the Almana, it was leaned to her while the husband was alive. He wrote this in the Ketubah, and therefore it's like her house officially while her husband was still alive. 
And Amar Abaye Neketinan, we have a Masoret from our fathers, Mador If the house of an almana fell, the Yorshim don't have to rebuild it because once it was destroyed, that's it. She lost all rights to it. And Tanan Miyachi, we have a Brayta like that. Medor almana shenafal. If a house of an almana fell, ena yoroshim chavin levnoto. The yoroshim don't have to rebuild it. Velo od. Not only that, elafilu hi omeret eni choni vevnenu misheli. Even if she says, you know, I'll pay for it, and shomayin like we don't have to listen to her because once the house broke, there whatever connection she had to the house also broke. So now here's the problem. Ba'e abaye abaye has a question. Shibza mai. Let's say she fixed it up. This house was going to break at some point, but she paid uh, people to renovate it, and it looks better. My, what would be the halacha? Could they say, oh, it was going to fall? Or could she say, listen, it didn't fall yet, and I just made it stronger? And the grand ends off, take or we're not sure. Next, Amra'i, if she, if she said, I'm not interested in leaving my parents' house, they could tell her, then we're not feeding you unless you come here. The grand says, Why don't you just feed her while she's by your parents' house? What's the difference? So helps There's a beracha in the house. The more people in the house, there's more of a beracha. And when she's there, then then there's just there's more food. There's more of a beracha. Hashem will send more of a panasa. So the Gemara says, okay, Okay, so send her to her parents' house. Whatever you would have gotten if she was in the house, minus the debracha. So let's say we would have gotten $100. Now that she's not there, Hashem only sent us 90 Okay, so send her whatever she was gotten, minus those $10. And says, Zachanami, yeah, you're right. You could do that. We could send it to her father's house, minus whatever uh, whatever the brachat abayit would have been. And Amar Lishon Hachamim Beracha. From what Hachamim uh, taught us, we can learn a Beracha in the house. Lashon Milashon Hachamim Osher. We can learn from Hachamim how to become rich. And Milashon Hachamim Arpen. We learn from Hachamim how to, to get healed. How Beracha Hademaran. Beracha in the house we just saw. The more people in the house, the, the, the more Beracha. Osher, how do we become rich? Ditanan Hamucher Perot Lachavero. If a person so, uh, selling fruits to his friend, Mashach Velomadad, if he pulled and he didn't measure it yet, Kana he acquires it. Madad Velomashach, if he measured and he didn't pull, Lo Kana he didn't buy it yet, he could still go back. Vimayapikeh and if he's smart, Socher et Mekoma he rents the area where the fruits are on. So here you have it. Uh, the Hachamim taught us how to make money also, how to acquire things without having to uh, deal with the other party reneging. And Marpe, how do we know the, whatever the Hachamim teach us uh, heals? We learned, this is about Hametz, Pesach. A person shouldn't chew on wheat and then put it on a wound. On Pesach, because it ends up being hametz. So now, what do we learn? Okay, that becomes hametz, but we also learn that that's what heals. So you see from what Hachamim told us, we learn how to heal. And Tanura Banan, Bishat Petirato Shel Rabbi, when Rabbi passed away, that's Rabbi Udana, see, when he passed away, 
Amar, he said, Lebanai Nitzach, I need my children. Nichnesu Banav, it's all his children came in. Amar Lem Rabbi told them, Hizaru Bechvodimichem, be very careful with your mother's kavod. Near ye daluk bim komo, there should be a candle by my uh, by my table, just like when I was alive. Shulhan ye aruch bim komo, the table should be set in my place. Mitat dehem mutzat bim koma, my bed should be prepared, my linens, my covers, my, my pillows. Yosef Hefani. Shimon Efrati Yosef from Haifa and Shimon from Efrat, Hem Shimshuni Bihai, they took care of me while I was alive. They're going to take care of me when I pass away. So now let's go into everything. Number one, he's Arubi Khvodimechem. Be very careful with your mother's kavod. It's from the Torah, you have to respect your mother. So the Gemara explains no. It was their stepmother, it was his second wife. But the Gemara says, yeah, but Eshet Avnami, Deoraita. But the, the, the father's wife is also Deoraita. Ditanya, Kabet Avicha Veetimecha, Et Avicha. What's the Kabet Et Avicha? Just said Kabet Avicha. Kabet Et Avicha, Zo Eshet Avicha. That's your father's wife, even if she's not your mother. Veet Imecha, Zo Baalimecha. That's your stepfather. If, if, if a person's mother married a second husband, you have to respect them also. Vav yitra, the extra vav, the rabota hira gadol, person has to respect his older brother. So the Gemara says, Hanemi le mechayim. No, that was only when, when while they were alive. I have to respect the, the stepfather, stepmother. But maybe after that I don't have to respect them. And that's why Rabbi had to give them that uh, command. There should be a candle lit in his spot. The table should be set in his spot. The bed should be set in his spot. My thoughts, the reason, because call Beshimshev, because every Friday afternoon, Hava Ate Lebete would come to his house, his Neshama or something would come to his house. Hahu Beshimsha, one time there was Arab Shabbat, Atai Shibabta, a neighbor came, Kakaryababa, she knocked on the door, Amra Amte Shetiku de Rabbi Ativ, and the, the, the maid of Rabbi said, Please be quiet, Rabbi is over here, he's sitting over here. Once Rabbi's neshama, something like that, heard that people are talking about it, Shuvlata, he never came again. Why? So he doesn't make fun of, or, or there shouldn't be a disgrace to the other tzaddikim who don't get to come down every Friday. Yosef Haifani Shimon Efrati, Hem Shimshuni Behayav, Hem Shimshuni Abewati. They took care of him while he was alive. They're going to take care of him when he passed away. So everyone thought, Sabur Mina, everyone thought, Behaden Alma Hudekama. He was talking about in this world. However, Kevan de Hazu de Kadim Asar de Asev. Once they saw that their bed was before his bed, that means they passed away before him. Amre Shma Minala Hu Alma Hudekamar. So obviously he was talking about, for the Allah Abba, they're going to take care of him over there. And the reason he said it that way, so people don't say that, oh, they died early because they were full of avirot. And the only reason that they kept alive is because uh, it was the of Rabbi. Now that Rabbi passed away, then they passed away right away. So therefore, they passed away ahead of him, and then he said, that they're going to take care of me. And he told the children, I need the Hachamim of Israel. He told them, Don't eulogize me in the small cities. 
And after 30 days, get back to learning, make a yeshiva. Shimon Beni Hacham, my son Shimon is a Hacham. Gamliel Beni is going to be the Nasi, and Hanina Bar Hama, Yeshebarosh, is going to be Rosh Yeshiva. And the Gemara explains, Altis Peduni Ba'ayarot, don't eulogize me in small villages. Savur Mina Mishum Tirchau de Kamar. They thought that Rabbi didn't want them to work extra hard to go to every little city. But But once they saw that they were eulogizing in the big cities, and everyone's coming, and it was a big kiddush Hashem, they realized, no, it was for the Kavodah Torah, he said. Next, after 30 days, put a yeshiva, I'm not any different than Moshe Rabbeinu, they cried for Moshe, in Arvot Moab, 30 days. 30 days, they cried, they eulogized for him in the morning and the, and the, and the night. After 30 days, they only eulogized during the day. And they learn Torah at night. Or they eulogize him at night. And they learn Torah during the day. Until they eulogized him for 12 months. And the day of Rabbi's passing, Nafka bat kala bat kol came out from Ra koda va bashkafte de Rabbi. Anyone who's by the, by the Levaya of Rabbi, Mizuman hu the Haya Alamaba is welcome to the Alamaba without any deen, without any punishments. And Aukoves, there was a, there was a laundry guy. Kol yomad ava te kame. He would come to Rabbi every day. Ahu yomad lo ate that day. He passed away. I guess he didn't hear about it. He didn't come to the funeral. Kevan the shamaach. He once he heard the bad call say, whoever came to the the funeral is is welcome to Olam Abba, and he wasn't there. Salik leigra. He went up to the roof and afal aran. He fell to to the floor. Vamit and he passed away. Even this laundry guy is welcome to Olam Abba. And there's a fascinating Yerushalmi on this that explains that it was a Friday and everyone came back late and it was dark by the time they came back and everyone thought they were Mahal Shabbat, but it was not true, just the sky was dark. And that's why the Bat had to come out, whoever was there, don't worry about it. So, and so he wasn't there, he thought maybe it was Mahal Shabbat and that's why he went to the roof and he fell because uh, that is Sekila, whoever is Mahal Shabbat. And some say just because he felt so bad, he fell off the roof. Now, the Gemara says, Shimon b'ni Hacham. My Kama, what was he trying to say when he said his son Shimon Zahacham? So, Hachi Kama, this is what he was trying to say. Afal Pisha Shimon Beni Hacham, even though he's the Hacham, Gamliel Beni, he will be the Nasi. And Amar Levi, Tzrichalim, why do you even have to say that? Rabban Gamliel is the, the older one. Of course, he, he's supposed to get it. He's the Bechor, he's the Oresh. Amar Rabbi Shimon Barabi, Rabbi Shimon, he took it offensively. Tzrichalach, yes, we do need that. And for your limp, I mean, he was making fun of Levi that he was limping. So the Gemara says, "My kashyade." What was Rabbi Shimon's problem? On what Levi was saying, "Hai kera kamar," that you know, Levi was bringing up a pasuk. It says, The kingdom was given to Yoram because he's the bechor. So the Gemara says, "Ahu mimale makom avotav hava." The Rabban Gamliel enom mimale makom avotav hava. So the reason Rabbi Shimon was upset is because. Yoram was filling his father's place, and that's why he got the job. Uh, Shimon felt that he was the filler of Rabbi's place, and that uh, the job was supposed to go to him. So the Gemara says, So why did Rabbi give the job to Rabban Gamliel and not Rabbi Shimon? 
So the Gemara explains, You're right, Rabban Gamliel wasn't as smart as his younger brother Shimon. However, when it comes to the fear of sinning, he did fill in his father's role, and he did take over his father's place, meaning he was that Yirat Het. He did have that fear of sinning on the same level, and that's why he, that was good enough to make him have the, the position of the Nasi. Because Rabbi Afes was older than him by two and a half years, so therefore Yativ Rabbi Afes Beresha, Rabbi Afes the Rosh Shiva, Yativ Rabbi Hanina Berai, and Rabbi Hanina, not wanting to lower himself, went and sat outside. Levi went outside and sat with him out of his kavod, and Nachnav shed Rabbi Afes, and Rabbi Afes passed away. Ve'ativ Rabbi Hanina Bereisha, and Rabbi Hanina became the Roshiva. Ve'la avale Levi inish lemitav gabe, and Levi didn't have a havruta to sit and learn with. Ve'kata lebabel, he came to Babel. Ve'ainu de'amred, this is exactly what they told Rav. Gavra Rabba iklal in hadaa, a great rabbi came to hadaa mitla, and he's limping. Ve'darish kelila share, and he was he was the one doresh that a woman's allowed to walk out with a crown on Shabbat. And Amar Shmamina Nachnav Sheid the Rabbi Afes. So he understood that Rabbi Afes passed away. But if Rabbi Hanina Abresh and Rabbi Hanina became Rosh Shiva, Velo Aval Levi Inish Lemitav Gabel Levi didn't have anyone to learn with. Vekata and he came to Babel. So the Gemara says, why you say that? Veema Rabbi Hanina Nachnav Sheid. Maybe Rabbi Hanina passed away. Rabbi Afes Kedati Vati. Even Rabbi Afes still Rosh Shiva. Velo Aval Levi Inish Lemitav Gabel Levi didn't have a Havruta. Vekata and he came to Babel. So the Gemara explains, Maybe Levi lowered himself to Rabbi Afes, and therefore he would have stayed there. Or you could say, Once Rabbi said that he's going to be Roshiva, it can't be that he is not the next Roshiva, because once you command, once you decree, it ends up happening. Now, the other problem is, Rabbi Chaya was around, he was a great rabbi, why didn't he become the Rosh Shiva? The Gemara says, because Rabbi Chaya passed away before Rabbi. The Gemara asks, how could that be? Rabbi Chaya said, I saw Rabbi's coffin and I cried for him. The Gemara says, Ipo, who's opposite? It was Rabbi who saw Rabbi Chaya and he cried. Then we say that Rabbi Chaya said, The day Rabbi passed away, there was no Kedusha. The Gemara says, Ipo, who's the opposite? Rabbi said that about Rabbi Chaya. Okay, but the Hatanyak Shahala Rabbi, when Rabbi got sick, Nikhnas Rabbi Chaya, so Rabbi Chaya came to visit him, and he saw Rabbi's crying, and Rabbi Chaya told him, Rabbi, why are you crying? Then we say, Met Mitoch as Hok, if someone passes away while uh, laughing, Simanya feels good for him, Mitoch Abech, if he's crying, Siman Rado, it's bad for him. Panav Lemal, if his face is upwards, Simanya Felo, it's good. Panav Lemata, and if his face is down, Siman Rado, it's a bad sign. Panav Kapeam, if his face is towards the people, Simanya Felo, it's good. Kapea Kotov, it's facing the wall, Siman Rado, it's bad. Panav Yerukin, if his face is green, Siman Rado, it's bad. Panav Tseubin Vadomin, yellow or red, Simanya Felo, it's a good sign. Met Be'erev Shabbat, Simanya Felo, if he passes away, Erev Shabbat, it's a good sign. Be'motse Shabbat, Siman Rado, Motse Shabbat, it's a bad sign. Met Be'erev Yom Kippur. Purim, Siman Rado, 
if he passes away, Arifim Kippur bad. Motzei Yom Kippurim after uh, all the Avonot were, uh, were already forgiven. Simanya fell. It's a good sign. Met Meholim Meaim. If a person passes away from intestinal issues, Simanya fell. It's a good sign. Mipnesh Rubam Shat Tzadikim Betatam Meholim Meaim because the majority of Tzadikim they 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 pass away from sicknesses in their stomach. So then why are you crying? So I'm my Lord, we told him, Ana Torah Mitzvot Kabachin, I'm crying that I'm gonna I'm about to stop doing Torah and Mitzvot. So you see, Rabbi Haya was there for Rabbi's passing. So why wasn't Rabbi Haya in charge? You have to say that it was the opposite, that it was really Rabbi coming to visit Rabbi Haya. Or or you could say it's not the opposite. And Rabbi Haya Asuk be mitzvot Rabbi Haya was busy with mitzvot. And Rabbi said, you know, I'm not going to take him away from his mitzvot. This is exactly the chiyavu minzu. Rabbi Haya never Rabbi Haya. Rabbi Hanina and Rabbi Haya would fight. Amra Amar le Rabbi Hanina le Rabbi Haya. Rabbi Hanina would tell Rabbi Haya, "Behadedi di minzat, you're fighting with me." The Torah will be forgotten from Israel. With my pool, with my svarot, with my depth in learning, I could bring everything back. I make sure that I work hard that the Torah is not forgotten from Israel. I I plant linen and then from the linen I make nets and I capture deer. And I give that meat to Yetomim and I make parchment kalafim from the the hide of the deer. And I go to city where there's no uh, rebbe for little kids. And I write five books of the Torah and I give one to each child. And then I teach the six darim of the Mishnah, one to each child. And then I tell each child, Go teach the other uh, the other child. Behind Rabbi, and this is exactly what Rabbi said about Rabbi Hiya. How great is the the actions of Hiya that he has? He works hard to teach. And by the way, you have to see there's a fed the, the mefashim go into it. Why every point from the planting and from the the, the shechting the, the the deer everything was very important because the entire thing had to be done the shem shamayim in order for the children's learning to be matzliach and this is what Rabbi said kama gedolim asachia how great are the actions of hiya and amar le Rabbi Shimon bar Rabbi and Rabbi Shimon bar Rabbi told him afilu mimchai is he greater than you amar in yes he's greater than me amar le Rabbi Shmuel bar Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Shemael said, uh, the son of Rabbi Yossi said to, to Rabbi, I feel me Abba, is, is Rabbi Haya even greater than my father? Amar le, Rabbi told him, Has v'shalom, lo te'e I will never say such a thing like that, I can't say that. Next, Rabbi said, Amar lehen, lebni katan, and my youngest son, nichnas Rabbi Shimon, it's lo Rabbi Shimon came to him, masa, lo sidr chokhmah, he told him everything that Hacham is supposed to do, how an Av Betin is supposed to act. Amar lehen, lebni gadol, and tzachanil, my older son, nichnas Rabban Gamliel, it's lo Rabban Gamliel came, and he told him exactly how an is supposed to act. When you're acting like an Asi, you have to sit between all the big Hashuv rabbis and and throw fear into the students. 
didn't we say that the the the, the fear those who fear Hashem will honor? This is Yoshava, the king of Yehudah. When he saw Tamid Chacham, he would stand up for him. He would call him Rabbi, Rabbi, my master. And the Gemara explained that Lakashia habit sina depends if it was in private. Of course, you have to respect them, but in public, you have to show that you're the boss. And Tanya Rabbi Mutal Hayah Betzipori Rabbi was in, when he was sick. He was in Sipori Umakom Muchan Lo Bebet Sharim. But the place for him to be buried was in Sharim. But the Gemara says, Yeah, but Vehat Tanya Tzedek Tzedek Tirdov. You have to chase the Din, and that means Lehalecha Har Rabbi Lebet Sharim. You have to go get the Din from Rabbi in Bet Sharim because that's where he was living. So the Gemara explains that Rabbi Bebet Sharim Avar Rabbi started off his life in Bet Sharim. Ela Kevan de Halash, once he got sick, Amtiyui le Tsipori. They brought him to the place called Tsipori, Dimdalia, because it's on a higher mountain. That's why it's called Tsipori, like a bird. Ubsim Avira, and the, the air is fresher, it's clearer, and it helps for someone who's sick. I guess Betcharim was a lower place, and that was, it was uh, the, the air over there wasn't as clear. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Amen, Amen.